0: And when we would win at home like we would get down there there would be a bottle of jaeger put in front of us and like i'm telling you like a bottle of jaeger cost like a member like it was like 25 they'd be buying us like boots and stuff if we lost we went down there everyone's pulling 20s out of our pocket to make a kitty because the members aren't buying us a f- thing
1: because we just lost oh dude you were the king of spin
0: around shout out i know you know why because i could skate backwards so like during the couple's skate i didn't have to hold the girl's (laughs) hands i could hold i could hold her hips and skate backwards
1: (laughs) told my mom like all right i have a girlfriend and we've been hanging out i'm gonna go meet her at this thing and i remember like all right well do you want to bring pizza (laughs) I (laughs) i was like no but my mom like made me bring like she had made this like pizza and made me bring it and my Millie. dad my, my dad legit said he's like dude where are you going are you meeting with the homeless person <laughs>
0: like, <"What>? bring him <laughs> food I was
1: like, no, dad i'm meeting with a girl he's like what yes so there's a girl in our neighborhood that would become very promiscuous in high school and kind of be known (laughs) for it but i remember being in like fifth grade and going to spin around and seeing her get felt up yeah yeah Yeah, but she was like she was a year older than us she was in sixth grade and i just remember like looking and the guy like hand goes up for sure like
0: I couldn't believe it right no, and girls if you're listening maybe buy each other a drink like what how about like this concept you're both gonna get vodka clubs maybe one person buy two vodka clubs and you buy your bestie a vodka club and then the next time you guys go up she'll buy two vodka clubs. How many times I've seen three girls walk up with their credit cards out? One girl gets a box club, you close them out. Their best friend gets a box club, you close them out. Like why guys do that a lot more. Oh, I don't understand why girls don't. Maybe because girls are like, Oh, we're gonna have guys buy our drinks like night. Like, right. right. like that's the only thing I can think of, but
1: All right. All right. Well, now we're here again. This is part two of the Brian Madden experience. This is the Working Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. He's Jade up Justin Richardson. And like we said, our guest today is the one and only Brian Madden. Super excited for this part two of the Brian Madden experience. This one's a lot of fun. We talk about some soccer. We get into some Brian was some crazy bartending stories, his college career, things like that. And, you know, uh, playing amateur high level soccer and you know, coming up with me and and you know just living the life, dude. Really, really a lot of fun. We talk about a, antique liquidation, his company, and everything like that. Jada, what do you think about part two? Big fan.
2: A lot of bartending talk. It's good old time.
1: Good old time. Gonna meet
2: strangers. Gonna do weird things with them. It's fun.
1: Yeah, this is the epitome of if it goes by fashion, you know it's good. So <laughs> hold on to your seats. This is part two of the Brian Madden experience on the Working Perspective podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle. He's J.F. Justin Richardson. Uh, enjoy. Share and subscribe. We're just we just we
2: just
1: All right, so we're back here. This is the Working Perspectives podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by the one and only J Dub Justin Richardson, and our guest again is the man himself, Mr. Brian Madden. Uh, last time we talked, we were talking about Brian's soccer career and where he played. We played together for the best, uh, probably the best ever CYO team of all time, the Saint Stan's Saints. Maybe I think, uh, I think that's right. Wrong yeah. now? Yep, uh, never lost a CYO soccer game. Right here, never lost never lost undefeated cyo soccer fifth sixth seventh grade archdiocesan champion as well uh if you averaged all my minutes probably for all three years we may be looking at 25 minutes total so i had a lot of time <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time That's... just kidding fifth and sixth grade i played a lot seventh grade not nuts and... Uh, but either way so we we're a dominant team either way so then we got to talk about brian soccer we we one, we talked about uh, Antique Liquidation, which is his company, which we'll have That's a link cool. in the description of this episode for. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Brian Madden episode, part one, it's available now on all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. But uh, either way, then we got into talking about Brian soccer, where he played overseas, played against FC Barcelona, then he played at Pitt. And then now where we're at is he has played for Hurtigan Erschkeberg, um, and, and
2: sliegen, sliegen, sliegen.
1: yes, Vertigen, first, right? Yes, Vertigan first, who's the rival of Schlottigan Bushkadash, which yeah, everybody knows. I hate, I hate those, <laughs> f- yeah, yeah, those commie. <laughs> <laughs> f- uh, either way, uh, but we're gonna get back into it right now. So, super excited for this. So, Brian, thank you for coming back. This has been awesome. So, let's pick up where we left off. So, we were talking about hurt you, you, you left pit after butting heads with the coach. Then you came to play amateur ball at berdingen Herschkeberg. So what's going on here?
0: Yeah. So I played for that team for 10 years. Uh, we, we won. So it's cool because you still play in like national tournaments. Like we won three state titles back to back to back. Um, the league is super competitive. Like I said, this is former D. Everyone's a former Whoa. D1 player. like besides the fitness levels i'm telling you the level of soccer is right up there with you know college top college the only
1: only difference is is like they have actual jobs and things they don't have time to train and and have like be there all
0: have like a full pro commitment correct like in college your job is to play soccer when you're on a scholarship or you're on division one team a lot of every every single person on this amateur team had to get up and go to work the next morning so you know Tackling was not as violent in this amateur league. Now, I'm telling you right now, we would kick out of each other. Yeah. Because we were playing, you know, we were a German club and we'd play the Ukrainian nationals. Yeah. Freaking our members would be like, they would grab me, like, we can't lose you, like, Yukis. We hate that. Like, so, like, (laughs) it was still very, very. I, but like,
2: represent the Ungens Lugan.
1: Yeah. Dude, hold on. That is the best thing ever. Right. Like, so, okay. When I was still fighting, right. Like, we would go to a lot of fights and tournaments and different things like that where uh so the gym i fight out of is the henzo gracie pa academy so when we would go to these places like there's a bunch of us but there's also like a pre pre pre-noted like reputation of the henzo gracie guys right like there would be like oh these henzo gracie guys ain't (laughs) so when we would go up there like like you know it's almost like we were the yankees where it's like people wanted to beat us so we would but when you had another guy like you know like talk this was with a different club that you didn't like or he fought out of a gym that you know you used to be at or whatever that rivalry is there and that competitive rivalry is the best Best. when you have like when it's 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 good individual is fun but when you're on a team and you have a team that you hate right and it's you and your guys versus them and their guys and it's and no holds bar and you're united as a team to go against there is nothing better than going against a hated rival you get so up for that game and like honestly that's one of the things i miss about sure. i guess like competitive team sports like i even build it for my daughter's soccer league where like the orange team beat us 18 to 2 first game so i had that game marked on the schedule like next time we play these we're whooping these little I don't Did care. If this is I don't care. If this is five of you girls. But yeah, next time we played them, guess what? We stuck them right in there, boys. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> right. It's the best part, like you said, it's because the best. Like we were still like we were all out of college. Like none of us were going pro. Like we had all like you know like I said had other jobs. But it still allowed you to like play for yeah. something and like play for like you know like they always say like in the trenches with your teammates. Yes. But, like, you know, like those guys were like your boys. Like we're not going to yeah. lose to the team down the street. Like and. It, it, it was, it, it's literally the best part about sports. And like, I, pl- I played for that team for 10 years and I remember my, my last ever game. Are you still buddies with some of the guys that you
1: played with? They'll, they'll be my friends for, for the rest Dude, of the You
0: fought a war with
1: them. You know, yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from the military, but I'm sure. saying like you were, you went to battle with
0: these guys. Half the, half my teammates will be, if I ever get married oh, in my goodness. wedding, they'll be part of my wedding in my wedding at my wedding. Love my coach, my coach is like still one of my best friends. Like, um, but it's like I remember when I hung it up, uh, I was I was about to go head- bartend down the shore and we were playing a game and I was sitting on the bench. And like towards the end of my career, like I was like, I'm fine for like, give me 10, 15 minutes a half, run around there, kick somebody, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm sitting on the bench with my coach and a kid and another kid kicked the ball at the same time. And a kid in our team's like snaps, like maybe like 10 yards in front of us, like ba- badly. And yeah. And a kid on our bench threw up because it was like that gross oh like, yeah and I my coach instantly picks up the phone and he's like we have a broken leg like blah blah, blah. we're at like colonial high school or whatever yeah. and I remember going to my coach like after he got like an ambulance off the field I'm like Rob I'm like I'm done dude I'm like hey, Yeah. I wonder hey, how I many just, guys
1: quit because of that I
0: well, I think at least two of us and like again yeah. i had been on the team for 10 years so I was like a fan favorite like yeah I'd like I like loved it and and my coach is like i get it and like it's just something snapped in my head like i just pictured myself like breaking my leg and oh, not being, dude not being yeah. able to work like for something that like i'm like what we're not we're not getting paid like we're not so and I how long my,
2: you're gonna feel that afterwards you're gonna feel that for years years yeah. your whole
0: life your whole life and i remember yeah. my coach being like just give me one more game at home so we can send you like a proper send-off i played one more game and i what? literally have not touched a soccer ball since. what
1: was the send-off like like what did they uh,
0: he made me captain, which was like an honor to be a captain of that team because I definitely was not the best player. Um He like actually had like a bunch of old former players that like came back and like watched and like dude, it was really it was really cool. Like dude, so that's like a real brotherhood then. Oh uh, dude, dude, for he, hurting and Yeah, they made a whole thing about like you know your dedication to the club. Like hey. it's just been like, cause I like helped start like a, like a soccer camp there that helped keep like the club open. Cause like, you know, those, those kind of places are dying now. Cause like these old mm. German people are dying. So you need to keep like fresh members. It depends members. on
2: people who want to go play soccer competitively and you know, not have it. But be like, how did you get, re- how
0: did you get recruited? to? So my buddy w- went to West Virginia and he left after his freshman year and moved home. I think he flunked out of like West Virginia, which is very easy sure. to do. Have you right, to Mor- right, You yeah. ever been to no. Morgan Town? It's a blast.
1: Oh, dude. It's the party. The, <laughs> yeah. Dude. But, I mean, like, I guess when they took IUP off the table, because it wasn't allowed to be ranked as a party school anymore, West Virginia then ran you know, the show. It
0: was unbelievable. So, I think he flunked out after. And so, he was a really good soccer player. So, when I came home, he was like. Dude, if
1: you're saying these guys are really good, Bri, like, yeah. you're like the best soccer player I've ever seen. <laughs> Let me <laughs> yeah. tell you. He, I know good soccer. So. These guys, I, I, are... I, I was undefeated. CIO, I know good soccer. Okay,
2: a <laughs> good soccer when I see it. I know yeah, right? a good. I know a
1: good ball smacker when I see one. Pal. These, these right? guys, Matt.
0: These guys were like on my level. Like they were like the top players from their schools and stuff. Did like they that, break
1: but... their school's record for goals? Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, there you go. You know, so okay, but these guys are pretty good then. Yeah. So right? he,
0: so my buddy Artie was like, he's like, dude, you got to you got to come play for this team. And I went to one, one practice trial and the coach is like hey we really want you to play for this team so i was like all right and he's like a lot of people like jump around teams like they'll play for this team if it's good and then they'll play for another team i'm like dude i'm telling you right now i'm a loyal guy won't we'll ever put on another team's jersey i never did i just that's, that's how i am i like i, I you know i like the These guys that don't get re- traded yeah, and want to no, start, yeah their, no. start their career and end dude, their career that's why everyone
1: loves jason kelsey he'll be Correct. an eagle for life you know what i mean like that's and the and kind BG. of BG
0: bg's another dude, perfect
1: example BG. oh dude remember how many years we on BG, because we're like, we could have had Earl Thomas. Yes. We gave <laughs> up Earl
0: Thomas for now. Look at that. BG's BG. the f- he f- might f- be one of my favorite Eagles ever. When oh, it's he's all said and done.
1: yeah, he's great, dude. He's, plus, dude, up. now that like people didn't know, like, he was such a sh- talker, too, you know. But I mean, we could talk about the Eagles forever, but either way, so you're so you're playing at like once you're hurt again, Urshka and you're hurt again, Urshka for life. Everybody knows this, correct? Right? Yep. So you're playing for hurting and hurting, in,
2: Herschkeburger in and out. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Nice uh,
1: yeah, so you're playing. So you get there, right? Like, wh- did you did you guys go undefeated? Like, what was no, the deal? dude,
0: dude? Because the, the other teams in the league had just as good as players as me on the. So team. these are competitive. Up, competitive what area games. is this? Again, this is like right. in uh, like like Warminster Wharton? area, yeah, Warminster okay. area. It's so right off. And the, all the other leagues are all the other teams are like. There's stinks. one like. Yeah, well, like, I know the know, Ukrainian like,
1: club is not far from my house.
0: No, it's not, and it's only like you know five miles from Ve. And you'd be like, how's there's this many good soccer players in one little area? But like, there really oh, there's, is. Like, there's yeah, there's yeah the northeastern high schools right around so, here. Every so top the,
2: player out of their high school, you know what I mean? You right. So a like a lot of together.
0: Yeah, like so like the one team was like based like kind of like out by like the northeast Philly. So like St. Joe's preps guys, when they graduated and LaSalle guys would go play for that team. So like they kind of had like feeder colleges in the east oh team,
1: I see. You know? okay. so, the, so like the, you kind of knew like your older brother played there, your cousin. So it's like, all right, I'm gonna go there. Okay, I see.
0: Right. Or like I just graduated from LaSalle, I'm still want to play competitive soccer, I'm gonna go play for Phoenix, which was yeah. the name of the one yeah, team. you want to so. stay in shape in the offseason, go yeah, yeah. play. I think in this- I think right. Matt
1: Gamble played for he did uh, he played for phoenix i played oh, against matt. Okay. Matt,
0: that's who i played against growing up for years and years and years that's how i know him
1: yeah matt yeah. was really good good right? soccer
0: player that's what i'm saying like there's yeah. some players and like again like, i mean fit- he didn't break his school record for no goals. but fitness fitness levels is all like it's the guys that were fit were like still really good because like I like lost my fitness as I got older. Yeah, right, I mean right. well, I, I just know. don't when, care. Like I when you're when hanging out
1: having nose beers, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like i, <laughs> I had
0: forty-seven seven, I had forty-seven abs in college, and then each year I, after college I, I lost. Dude, one. you
1: were like you had abs and we were in oh, like sh- third shred. Right. Like, 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 what the fuck? Have you
0: ever if no one ever played like a competitive sport in college, it's like another job. It's like a full-time yeah. job. Like
1: even in the off season, we Brian, fit- Brian, I don't know if you know this, but you're talking to a professional athlete. So yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> Five
0: a.m. running training in the off season every morning. And it's just like you want to kill yourself. Yeah. But it was great. I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't tra- trade soccer for a while, and like again. I once I hung it up, I have not touched the soccer ball, not played pickup, it, not, it, played co-ed, not played for co ed, not played yeah. indoors since I moved Dude, to I'll, golf. I moved to golf. Indoor was so I'll fun. tell
1: you the one thing like you know, that when you talk to, like, the retired, like, the retired guys, like, that played, like, you you know, like, you listen to, like, a guy talk about being retired from football or whatever, the number one thing everyone says they miss is the locker room, right? Like, you miss the camaraderie. That's the biggest thing, right? Like, like, you're talking a little shit, you're having fun, but, like, when you go to battle, you go to battle with your boys, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, too, like, I don't know gang, gang like uh, gang culture in a way was very popular when we were coming up, but I think it's more just like the team aspect. like when we stopped playing for team like a team sport or whatever you're stopping on a team, you still wanted the acceptance of being on a team and with a crew. You know what I mean? For so for sure.
0: Because I remember like one of my last games, I was walking on the field and two kids I had played on my FC Delco team with were on my V my Vernagon Erschkeberg team. V E. We'll call him V E. And right. I remember like no, we say, were walking. The yeah. thing. No, no, Wernig- we will call them Vernig Wernigan- Wernigan- and Was that we a Wernig- guy's I- name? No, it's uh it's a it's a town in Germany. Oh, okay. Erskaberg's a town in Germany. Oh, okay. so, yeah, of course. Erskeberg. Right. So we so the three of us, like me and my two friends, they had been to Barcelona with me when we went and we were walking and we were like now 30 years old. And I was like, damn, this is probably like I can't believe I'm still walking. Like 15 years later, I'm walking with the same two kids.
1: Yeah. Over to How the many bench. games like had you guys played, like
0: I mean, hundreds of games. Hundreds, if not like, you know, we from 15 went to college together then played wow. for, and then played Erskeberg, you know, I don't know, who thousands who, like,
1: who was it? I, friend, oh, yeah. Brendan
0: Smith. He went to East. Remember Kean? Remember Kean Young? Yeah. Just a couple. And then a couple of my buddies went, that went to Pitt. Like uh, yeah, one awesome. kid went to Council Rock and the other kid went to uh, the Haverford school. And it was oh, just right. like, and it was just, it was that. And I was like, and that's the part I miss the most. You're absolutely right. Is just walking to the field. With a, that and, yeah. Hanging not, out
1: with your buddies
2: and. Do you have uh, Hulu? Have you seen this show, uh, Shorzy? It's I love Shorzy. It is so
1: it's, good. It's about, Dude, you got like it's in that best.
2: same kind of level, it's the same kind of level where it's like the beer you know, league, amateur a, hockey, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this guy's a, a ref for it, he plays for it. It's that same level where it's like you're not getting paid for it, it's for the love of the game, yeah, yep. The but it's just competitive just based on how much each player wants to be there, you know, sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's great because like the, the club had a bar in the basement and where we would win at home, like we would get down there, there would be a bottle of Jaeger put in front of us, and like. I'm telling you, like, a bottle Jaeger cost, like, a member, like, it was, like, $25. They'd be buying us, like, boots and stuff. If we lost, we went down there, everyone's pulling 20s out of our pocket to make a kitty because the members aren't buying us a fucking thing because we just <laughs> lost. Because we just lost. Like, And it's great because, like, now I go back and I watch the boys, and I, I'm, like, the guy that buys, like, them a pitcher if they come down and win. If oh, they lose, yeah. You that's know, awesome. it, it, but it's But that's, great. like, you're that's carrying
1: a, on the tradition, though. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's, that's the best thing. No, yeah. they, like... When you're you're building like a culture and you're be, you're, you're becoming that's, part of like a culture of acceptance and like camaraderie, that's dude, that is the best thing, man. There's I've really had this nothing better.
2: Concept for basketball that I want to do is like it's I want to like uh, a nine foot rim and you just got to be you know like white and over thirty eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do nine foot rims, Caucasians, and we're just gonna have a league. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's dude, nothing personal about race. It's just you know, right. it's a whole jumping thing. <laughs>
1: I join. I mean, dude, I play. I mean, I guess it's not technically not a league, but I've been playing basketball twice a week in the mornings with like a group of guys, and it's the fucking best, dude. Yeah, like, best. I played this morning. We had like five, We played four full court games of it was Amazing. four four on four, and then I think we played one game of five on five. But usually. It's five and five full court games, and it's the most fun. Like, it's the camaraderie
0: is the best.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I love. You know, For but sure. it's you know, it's
0: neither here nor there. That's that sport. That sports in general. Like, I think every kid should just try sport because you just like you'll never like dude. you. You can't explain it until you like really like play a season with a, a team, no matter what sport it is or whatever.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> no, dude. Honestly, I can't be understood. Like, I talk to my wife about it all the time. As far as like for my daughter, I was like, she's gonna be in like she, you know, if she doesn't like a sport, then fine, we don't have to do it. But she will be involved in like she will try everything. And if she, yeah. you know, if it's not
2: for her, we'll do it that season, be done. Fine. But she yeah. is doing something, even if it's you not learn a sport, something from it, whether or not you like it or not, you'll correct. learn some Dude. sort of coordination, some sort yeah. of dumb skill. Yeah, you'll meet a good friend that you but, make for life. Dude, right. I'll tell
1: you, one of the big things, too, and you see it a lot, like, especially at a younger age, if there's kids that go to, like, a daycare and kids that are homeschooled or, like, you know, like, you know, have, like, their grandma watch them or whatever, like, there's a big difference in how those kids interact with other kids. So, like, even just the interaction of, like, you know having people skills is so, something that's so just not there anymore like kids like don't have like you know public interaction skills anymore and a part of it is because they're not on teams and whatever and know how to like take a joke and do and have fun and like build real friendships. So that's something like you need to have
0: these teams to do. One hundred percent. It's absolutely like it's it's you know, kids are so and it's not just like young kids, it's like even like you know, young adults are just so buried in their phones that like and, it, and you see it at the bar a lot. Like you, you know, these people like really don't know how to interact like as much oh, yeah. with each other, you know. Oh, they, yeah. they really don't like it, unless they're hammered and they can come over, but like Yeah, that's they have just the liquid like, courage. Exactly. And it's it's fascinating to watch like like the downfall of like human interaction uh, bro. <laughs> you know?
1: it's like, like uh it's it's cringing you know what i mean like but i don't know maybe bright you know you know if i fuck you okay because you've <laughs> always been a good looking well spoken that fucking devil may care smile so you've perfect to be nervous talking to chicks, because guess what? They would talk to you. But for those guys that didn't always have the looks or the devil may care smile, maybe we got a little nervous talking to chicks and fumbled every once in a while. All right. So you know what? You
0: you don't know until you know. Okay. <laughs> look who's married and look who's not, though. How about that? Well, yeah. Look, yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah. There's a reason you're not married
1: it's
0: because you are talking chicks. You know, like. That might be true, Matt. That Do you think if that. I could still score, I'd be wiped out? <laughs> Are you kidding me?
1: I retired from the game, pal. It's you hung amazing. the boots up. It's I'm just amazing. kidding. No, I was like, dude, bro, you can like. I yeah. I was mad at women for so long for all those years of being tortured and hurt that I just it just it just annihilated like half of the
0: female population. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, mean, I was so fucking. mad. sir. At... It's, well, it's... it's just you know. You'd it's crazy cry. nowadays. Yeah. Oh, it's, behavior. it's crazy nowadays, like because like I don't have um like any of those dating apps and shit. And like like it, my friends that are on them, like that whole scene is just ridiculous. Wild. Can you believe it? Can you believe that Wild. you can send someone a message and like five minutes later they'll just show up at your door? Like Here's all the other
2: the the bumble. So like that yeah. one set up where like they they text you first. Like, like you know, something along that line, that you have right. like your Christian mingle, you have farmers
0: only, you have J Date. <laughs> yeah, J-Date. seeking arrangements, like the whole thing is just fucking wild. Wild. Love a good J Date though. <sighs> yeah.
2: Grinder. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Rumble, where you just pick someone and you could fight them somewhere. <laughs> Tell me that's not a real thing is it is it really i don't know i think that's what rumble is yo isn't it uh, i think it's yeah, you need to fight f- fist fights with just other dudes that's unbelievable no oh rumble no yeah i mean <laughs> it's kind of like grinder but just a little different
0: <laughs> yeah you're still meeting a dude
2: yeah Whoa. <laughs> getting beat up one way or the other <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn right
1: <laughs> so nice okay So let's keep it moving then. So we've talked a lot about soccer and you know all the fun you had, and that's really good. I oh I do want to ask this. Okay, so Bry, you legit were like the coolest, like Justin, the fucking coolest dude. Got tell dope last name. No, dude, he didn't even have to lie and tell people that John Madden was his uncle to get chicks. You know what I'm saying? Like this guy was was just uh, scoring left and right.
2: Um, the brothers. Uh, uh, good Charlotte. Are you related to them? No, that...
0: n- no. But uh, if you ask anybody, I tell everyone, uh, Uncle Steve or Uncle John. Like if a girl's wearing like Steve Madden shoes, I'm like, oh, you mean Uncle Steve? Like he's you're wearing his shoes. <laughs> oh but my was... god! I didn't even think of Steve. Yeah. I've, dude, I've gone. I I've used that a couple of times, and like people are like, nah, like show my D and these dumb girls like, oh my god! <laughs> I love your <laughs> uncle's shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, Brian. Wh- how okay? So how old were you? the the first time you
0: like hooked up with a girl jessica gauger in fourth grade
2: fourth
1: grade you were 10 fucking years old are you kidding
0: it might have yeah fourth or fifth grade yeah jessica gauger roller skating (laughs) oh dude
1: you were the king of spin around
0: shout out i know you know why because i could skate backwards so like during the couples skate i didn't have to hold the girl's (laughs) hands i could i could hold her hips and skate backwards (laughs) <laughs> well done well done. yo, bro, i remember I, going and practicing that just so i could do that smart
1: dude, yeah. dude you kidding me do you know like how like bro i like i wouldn't kiss a girl for another uh, what's it like four years after that years yeah like for 27 <laughs> years after that dude yeah no dude i remember the first time i kissed a girl i was in seventh grade right this is how fucking wild this is Right, so there was this girl. Do you remember Justin seeing Chetta?: Of course.
0: So Kate seeing Chetta, wasn't she yeah, in our grade?
1: Yeah, yeah. So me and Justin was dating this one girl, and she had a friend, and I was dating her friend, right, And we were in seventh grade and they were in eighth grade, right? And so she lived like she kind of lived, you know how you lived in Penn Forest? right or holly manor Manor, right yeah Yeah. and i like where you know where my house was so she kind of lived in that area between holly manor and my house right like where like that old cross-country track used to be and all that sure so like they just built the baseball field so i would go meet her at the baseball field at lc right and I remember one time, like, I told my mom, like, all right, I have a girlfriend and we've been hanging out. And I'm going to go meet her at this thing. And I remember like, all right, well, do you want to bring pizza? <laughs> I, was <laughs> like, I was like, no, but my mom, like, made me bring, like, she had made this, like, pizza and made yeah. me bring it. And my Millie. dad, my, my dad legit said, he's like, dude, where are you going? Are you meeting with a homeless person? <laughs> like, bring him food. <laughs> I was like, no, dad, I'm meeting with a girl. He's like, what? Yes. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, and then like we would go and hang out, and we were sitting at the benches at the baseball field first time.
0: My man, I bet you yeah. know who it was too. We don't have the name dropper, but shout oh, out, sweet. shout out to Matt's
1: first kiss. She, she wasn't, she wasn't a uh, she didn't go to St. Sam's, she did not. Oh. No, no. I never, for the
2: show, well, how the would show you know have... baseball dugouts for hanging out and kissing chicks? Yeah, yeah,
1: it was what actually it wasn't even a dugout, it was a it was a bench on the side. How would you, how would you have dugout.
0: met her back? Oh, then? No, no like, protection, you...
1: so ju- no protection, it was out in the open, but right. if you know it, it's surrounded by woods, so it's tough to see, yeah. okay. but uh, so. Justin had dated her friend. Oh, uh, okay, at, from the other he, school. I think he met her at Spin Around. They yeah, went to Pendale.
0: I'm, I'm telling they you, went to
1: Pendale. Yeah, because we went to Spin Around. I did the first night I met her, every where Friday. I found out we were a girl boyfriend girlfriend. We met at Spin Around. So every yeah. Friday I
0: went there. That place was the best.
1: Yeah, so we went to Spin Around, and yeah, that's uh, yeah, and then yeah. That's the 1st uh, first, uh There you go. How that's how your boy, was, boy did it. How old I was,
2: there was a time where spin around started letting kids bring their rollerblades. Whoa. The and you would start seeing, like, rollerblades kids going around, like, versus your, uh. You Dude, know. Dude, I remember, your, like, your did you have your own roller skates, thing? Bri? No, I still run it on. That's yeah. insane. Because
1: there was got, kid, people that would show up with, like, a suitcase with, like, oh, roller yeah. skates in them. Yeah. You know? Dude, I remember uh, seeing like, yeah, I'm, I, I won't say her name, but there's this girl in our neighborhood that would become very promiscuous in high school and kind of be known <laughs> for it. Geez, but I remember I being in there. like fifth grade and going to spin around and seeing her get felt up. And yeah. Spin yeah, around. yeah She the was of like, dance. she was a year older than us. She was in sixth grade. And I just remember like looking and the guy like hand goes up for sure. Like, I couldn't believe it. right? No,
0: like, which she
1: really didn't have any of that age but it is what it is but okay right hold on let's go over this so jess Gogger, right you mm-hmm. dated every girl and hooked up with every girl in our grade like i'll tell you this right now never once hooked up with a girl who went to saints St- any girl at saint stans ever never once right you legit probably hooked up with every
0: girl at our school. almost all of them except one the one that got away who jenna I'll fagan c- jenna, fagan. Dude, jenna I just, fagan i just i just i just saw her for the first time since senior year of high school because like girl. i went to my my parents for halloween and she lives in the neighborhood still and her she brought her kids trick-or-treating and uh, I, saw her. I had a crush on that girl from like fourth dude, grade till every probably, till right now i think i still have a crush on her right?
1: oh dude same yeah I was dude. everybody she was legit the number one everyone crossed because yeah. she was short. So that's like, the best, and she was cool too. Dude, that was another cool. thing. Yeah, and like, dude, like you know, her, her older was sister
0: like, was hot. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah, the whole family was a bunch <laughs> of smokes. a <laughs> bunch of smokes. I yeah. No. That's, yeah. She that's was awesome. Though. Way too. Yeah. Way out of my league. Jenna, if you're
0: listening, shout out.
1: Yeah, shout out, Jenna, fan yeah. of the show, listener of the show. Yeah. Uh, but no, but li- I mean, like. Melissa Utanis, mm-hmm. Jennifer, or Jess Gogger, probably Marissa Mandos, mm-hmm. right? You got Marissa. Mm-hmm. Uh who who's uh Daniel
0: Quinn? Ashley Castle, Daniel Ashley Quinn. Ashley Castle,
1: Daniel Quinn. Uh god, I'm trying to think. Amy <sighs> Kelly maybe?
0: No, nah, that was not my st- My style too yeah, much. Yeah, she wasn't um, she
1: wasn't there. Uh, have you ever
0: do you, do you remember Dude,
2: let's yeah. talk about it. All right, let's dude, talk
1: okay. about it. So this is something that like I was tortured by girls as far as like these names. Are you just gonna let this one? No, <laughs> I mean I'm, I probably have to cut some some of that. <laughs> yeah, but sorry. this we will. I don't not know any of them because yeah. this is something that this is. Something I know a couple. Be, some
2: of them sound familiar.
1: So this is this is a thing, right? So like as much as I was like tortured for girls not liking me and it affecting me later in life for not having the female affection that I so desired as a young guy and taking out of females later by hurting them when they didn't need it. Yada yada yada. Right there's a complete other side of that right which is like when I saw when I saw this I was like n- now I get like the mental process behind this so what the girl me and Brian are talking about right there's like if you're if you're coming up like if you weren't the best looking girl coming up right if you were nice you everyone was cool with you right like mm-hmm. no one's gonna be mean to like the not the best looking girl if she's nice right there's no call for it But if you're, like, the worst looking and you're a fucking twat waffle, right? Like, you're getting shit on by everybody. Which she was. She was the worst looking. She had, like, bitch face out the waz. And she was the worst. The worst. Like, so bad that she ended up leaving the school. Because not only did the kids hate her, but the teachers hated her, too. Correct. Right? So she ended up (laughs) leaving the school. the adults were like, I've had enough of this kid, yeah. Yeah. So then, years later... This girl's out of sight, out of mind. Years later, go to an establishment known as the Creekside Cabaret. Cabaret. (laughs) And who is there getting rained on? Dude, she was like a big time ballerina, supposedly. And I was like, all those dance lessons came in handy. (laughs) Because here she is, dropping it like it's hot. So yeah, she was on the other side of that where like no one, no guy wanted to touch her ever. But then she grows up and now she's shaking her ass for money. She was kind of hot, was she? Yeah, I didn't see her at the. I did. Night.
0: I do. You know who I? Oh, I saw. I know. Dude, she another, probably would have blown you in the nah, back like for nothing. She looked like when she first saw me, she came around to collect her dollars. She, I was like, oh my god, that is so and so, yeah. and and she's like, she looked like she turned go- white as a ghost, and like kind of like just skipped right by, but. <laughs> You almost like make you think like oh did like kids picking on her like driver like dude, to his, yes like to the pole like
1: one thousand percent because she did, was like...
0: smart and like you know her remember her dad was like a scientist and like he used to come in and do like little things like little scientist shit in at school so
1: dude who are we forgetting that I would love to go through the I mean I know we're bird walking I would love to go through the yearbook of like but th- this is like when you see like the movies. Of, like, you know, like, I would always see, like, the movies of these kids, like, kissing at a young age in the woods or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, man, that'll be me one day. It was not. <laughs> but that was Bri. Bri was, like, he had, like, the life of, like, a movie. Like, that's how many <laughs> chicks he was getting. You know what I'm
0: saying? It, it like, got better as I got older. Like, and I think bartending. How did yeah, it get better? I think bartending. Bartending. Right. Sure. That old chestnut. Right. You know? Yeah. That's that it turned because like you, like you said, like the girls have to come up and talk to you because they have to break the ice. Cause if they want to drink, they have to walk up. And, and then from then you can just like, you can just, you know, just put in whatever kind of, like if older women come up, I card them. Something yeah. like that, you know, just like little shit like that. That would then just like get you in the door. You could buy them shots or whatever, but yeah. that's like it. It became it became almost too easy, like yeah. to a to a certain extent. Oh, <laughs> too easy to be
1: good looking, dude. I yeah, remember,
0: but, like, go ahead, like, like, but like you know, a girl comes in and she's flirting with you, like, and it's like you know, let's say it's like eight o'clock at night, but then sure. like by like twelve, one o'clock, like she's hammered and probably leaving with someone else. So there's like there's good and bad with it as like, you know, as well. Like you would get right. into a girl or like you, like you hooked up with a girl the night before she comes in the next night. And then like, you just see her leave with someone else and you're like, fuck, like, you mm but like that's like single life and like you really don't have like a say in it but it was um it wasn't it's not always the easiest because like you could be standing at the bar and like it behind feels, the bar it, it you, gets empty at times well yeah you you're like, also trapped yeah. like you could have like three girls you hooked up with like all standing next to you you're <laughs> like, oh, shit you're like and you can't go anywhere you're stuck behind the bar i would always just like matt you've done it before i'm sure Like pretended to be busy like doing something yeah. over there. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Just like walk away. You're like, oh, I got to go over here and pick up these glasses and then put them right back down. And Dude, yeah, Dude, from the, the dishwasher wor- again. Yeah. For no, no reason. <laughs> that was, that was kind of awkward too. Like,
1: oh man, I remember like I was bartending at this place in Wayne and there's this girl that would like, like she would like text me and stuff and like, I wouldn't respond. And then out of nowhere, she'd be walking her dog by the bar. And I'm like, all right, what the, you know, like, <laughs> come on. Like I know. I know what's going on. Oh, oh, you just happened to see me while you're walking your dog by for the fourth time. Like, right. you know, it's like, come on, we know this game, but Hey, it's also, it's like, you know, I don't know for me, like, I'd like the, the issues of where like, okay, I kind of wanted that in a way where it's like, like, that, there is there is that part, too. Like, in in the back of your mind, Bri, like, you know, it, you, as much as that's, like, it is what it is, it's also, it's like, yeah, yeah, I have that ability or that power to get a chick. You know, like, when you're saying that it becomes too easy, you know, I, I like, can well, see Well, it's that. just,
0: like, there's no, like, chase to it. Like, that right. whole part, is, chase like, fun. part yeah, yeah, right? You know, it's, like, that's, like, the fun part, and that's, like, where, like, you know, the meaningful relationships you think really come from. Someone you have to, like, work hard for. So, like, it's a lot of empty you know, kind of stuff like that, being a like a single bartender and, uh, and all. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it literally it's probably one of the aspects of bartending that like people always ask me about first like they're like oh my gosh how many chicks do you get oh, oh oh, like like whereas bartending is like literally a craft like you have yeah. to like literally you know and like i like the fat aspect of like being in charge like throwing a party like knowing what people drink like yeah. creating regulars like that whole thing it it's like a science and it's not everyone yeah. can do it and you gotta and especially if you work at a busy bar you gotta like still be personable with people working hard having fun and like it's just kind of like like combining all those things it's like bartending is not just like opening beers and you know hooking up with chicks there's so much more that goes into it oh it's, dude and you'll never know until you go back there and get thrown to the wolves
1: yo i'll tell you that's one thing like that really tests people's metal like when you're weeded and you're three deep like that mm-hmm. really shows like who you are as a person like because there is not a lot of people that could handle that no nope. when you're going like when you're in it when you're in that dude like that's one thing like Ah, uh, going from like working at a bar to working in an office. When you're working at a at a bar, right? Like you, like say, if you go in and like whatever you have, like a thing with a coworker, you talk about it, you resolve it, and it's done, right? And you move on because you need to rely on each other, sure, right? And you can't like just ignore someone or whatever. But if you're in an office, if you have an issue with someone, they're like you'll tell everyone but that person. You know right. what I mean? You like you gotta go
0: to HR, right? And it's soon. all this bullshit
1: where it's like if it's in the bar, it's like, look, this is what it is, this is what we're doing. How do we resolve this? Let's talk. And then it's I, done, and then you get to work.
0: I've seen so. bartenders fist fight behind the bar and then like solve like go out, like solve it out, and then come back and then work, you know, another seven hours together. And like right. it's just just like it's different, it's a different whole different animal. And like, like you said, like and especially like people like wanting to become bartenders. Which I think it's like, it's a great side hustle, like to have your job and like, and I mean, I know a lot of people that use it as like a full, as as their main source of income. Yeah. And people always like ask me like the one question I think people always ask me about bartending. is like, oh, like every bar like says requires experience. Yeah. Like you got, and like, they're like, but I don't have any experience. How do I get experience if every bar requires it? Like, and I think like you know people expect to like walk right into like a Grams or like where I work at or, like a ladder fifteen and like just yeah. be able to get a job and thrown in the wolves. Like I worked at shitty bars to be able yeah. to create like to create the skills to then start moving up. So yeah. don't be like all the people that are trying to like get a bartending job. Don't be afraid to work at and you can make money at a whole a shithole in the bar. I you know, mean, you know, right? You can make money. <laughs> it's, it's all a matter about how many bartenders right. are on. If you prove to be good at your craft, they'll put less bartenders on, you'll make more money. Yeah. And I, I I got a job once in Fort Lauderdale and I didn't, I, I was having a tough time. I'm a guy, I'm going in off the street and every place, like we don't hire off the street. We don't hire off the street. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so I, I was like, I got to find a different way to like get these people's attention. So I memorized their cocktail menu before I went into the next restaurant. So I went there and I'm like, hey, like I'm looking for a bartending job. It's like, we don't hire bartenders off the street. I'm like, well, what about if I know your entire cocktail menu? It only took me a couple hours. It was like 10 drinks. Yeah. And the guy's like, what do you mean? I was like, I know your whole cocktail menu. He's like, what's in a strawberry spike? I'm like muddled strawberry, champagne, Grey Goose, splash of lemonade. And he goes, you're hired. And right. That's literally, and that's literally it. So you gotta try some people like that are looking to get in the bartender street. Be creative, like like learn, like memorize 10 drinks. And you know, yeah. that'll probably and like like you said, like you don't have to work at a busy, huge place to make a ton of money bartending. Dude,
1: you don't those aren't always the best places either. You you're know absolutely, what I mean? right. you're like, absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Like it like there has been like if you're going, if you think like going to Main Street and Maniunk or whatever is you're gonna make a ton of money because it's busy, dude, it's okay, but you gotta deal with a lot of shit, man. <laughs> like you wanna find like a At least in my experience, and Brian, your your opinion might be different. But like, you're you you also want to find like a place where it is like a like, dude. I've worked at a ton of places where it's like a super busy nightclub atmosphere to a fine dining atmosphere to uh you know whatever and grams is better than all of them right like it's the middle class regular distant money Mm -hmm. but like people are coming in they're drinking beer you don't have to put bullshit there's no manager up your ass like you're in there like it's not a ton of food like you're in there you're cranking out beers you're cranking out shots like a beer and shot joint blue collar like that's where you make some fucking money yeah those
0: are the best like i would watch your brother work there sometimes and he knew you know before people get, like and that's yep. like the aspect before they sit yep. down they have their drink in front of them and yeah. people like that goes such a long way to like like you know establishing regulars and like people coming back to see oh, you yeah. and like dude it didn't it doesn't matter how many people are at your bars who's at your bar yeah. if you got just good tippers or you know like you said blue collar workers like, who always end up tending like end up tending to be the best tippers yeah it's not rich people it's not like you know nope. they treat you like the help it's blue collar yeah. guys construction workers cops you know those are the people that are like who you want to see sitting at your bar dude you know it, it's just it, it, it's funny and like that's like what i always tell people I'm like don't bypass a grams like and it, you know what that's why grams is so hard to get a job at because why why would people give that up
1: dude yeah you
0: might have a better job getting a getting a job at like a chickies and pete's and would a grams 100 percent dude
1: yeah. They're, honestly, I was working in an office and at Graham's and there'd be times like I would work one night at Graham's on a Sunday and you would come in sometimes and yeah. I would make more on that one night than I would in a whole week from my paycheck at an office. You know what I mean? Ba- and bartenders was-
0: are the best tippers. Bartenders are the best. Tippers. Uh, the best. <laughs> the, what's, the, that- what's, the, what's the biggest tip you've ever gotten?
1: Uh, I mean, I've gotten the hundreds before, yeah. you know what I mean? Like people leave you hundred dollars or yeah, whatever. Sure. Like, that's been, but like you're saying though, this is a great story. And this is a perfect example of what we're talking about. I used to work at this place called the Pub of Penn Valley in Narberth and Narberth is this like really like high end, like it's on the main line. It's like a really like wealthy area. And, but the people that have come in, they were like, they would give you your 18% and they'd make, they'd run you for it and like talk down you and all that shit. And it was awful. Right. But, like the money was good. Right, but I remember one year uh, our family had we had sponsored a family at Christmas, and we were like saving money to like give them a like presents and whatever for Christmas, right? And like I had told people at at the Pub Pen Valley, and no one, no one did. They're like, oh, that's great, right? And I didn't expect them to do anything. But then Tom told a couple people at Graham's and. On their own, the people there at Graham's gave created like a pool and like saved like $400 between like the regulars that came in and gave it to Tom to donate to this family right? And like these people like that are grams or like blue collar, right? Don't even have close to the amount of money that the people in Narberth do. And still, they were gave so much more than these people in Narberth. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just the type of place you want to work. And those are the type of people that really make like you make money, like the people that like, you know, have the value for the dollar. You know what I'm saying?
0: And it's it's amazing. Like like Avalon where I work, like a really rich beach town. Like you said, those people would treat you like the like shit like the help like this and that and then tip you like you said the 18 like you said you worked your dick off you got your drink sent back twice for no fucking reason and then you would go to like you know and then you bartend at the city and it'd be like a bunch of cops there and just like why are these guys treating me better like it's i guess like the thing is just just treat bartenders like well and then they'll treat you well
1: oh dude they will take care
0: of you yeah it's 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 not hard to like be nice to a bartender like it's not like just don't don't shout at them. Be ready when they're ready to go. Don't
1: get. don't do this shit. Oh my god, dude! Dude, it's it's unbelievable. Working at a busy bar
0: and someone's yo 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 yo, and then you get to them and they're like, you're "Like, what do you want?" And they're like, "Yeah, bro, what do we want, dude?" And you're just like, "Ah, uh, oh, dude, that's one of my oh, oh. one of my biggest biggest pet peeves." And girls, if you're listening maybe buy each other a drink like what how about like this concept you're both going to get vodka clubs maybe one person buy two vodka clubs and you buy your bestie a vodka club and then the next time you guys go up she'll buy two vodka clubs how many times i've seen three girls walk up with their credit cards out one girl gets a vodka club you close them out their best friend gets a vodka club you close them out like why not? guys do that a lot more i don't understand why girls don't maybe because girls are like oh we're gonna have guys buy our drinks like right, best right. like that's the only thing i can think of but that's a pet peeve of mine they,
1: they don't show up i mean girls don't show up to the bars with money anyway you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i show yeah. i go in and i'm like all right i got you know i usually if like i would i don't know i don't drink much anymore but i would be like i would usually buy the first round or try always. to you know what i mean yeah. just be like all right let's get going you know like i was i mean i was like that though i feel like too that that made people more comfortable in a way of like, okay, we're here to hang and have a good time for you know sure. I mean?
0: It's funny. Cause like I would, I would bartend for these people all summer long. And then like, maybe like I got like a random Friday off and I'd be like on the other side of the bar and all these regulars who had been giving me money for like five summers. like I can't even think about how much money they give me are like, Oh my gosh, Madden, like, let me buy you a drink. I'm like, I should be buying all of you motherfuckers drinks for like the next yeah. like five Forever. years. Right. Yeah. Forever. But it's just funny. Like, but I tell you what man being a bartender it's not easy. Like you nope. miss out on a lot of stuff. Yep. You, you know, you, you, it's it's, it's, it's summers, outdoors. it's yeah, it's summers, it's weekends, it's time away yeah. from your family. It's you know, it's just And if you holidays. don't work you
1: don't get paid. That's, well, that's the, the thing. thing. You, like
0: you work you want to work 4th of July. Like I couldn't even tell you like I've missed yeah. uh, 15 4th of July oh. in a row, you know? It's like finally you get to enjoy them sometimes and it's like I'd rather I'd, I always tell people I'm like I'd rather be on the bartending side of the bar than the other one. No one touches you. No one yeah. bothers you. You can yeah. do whatever you want. It's open bar. Right.
1: No, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're having a real good time back there. No, dude, I'm with, I, I'm the same way. I hate sometimes, like, I remember going out, like, when we would go out, like, a Maniunk or something like that, I would always think, like, God, I wish I would be behind there instead of spending all this money
0: for nothing. Sure. You know, like,
1: it's the same, yeah. It's I a get huge
0: swing because you're not only not making it, but now you're spending money. So it's like, it it. it I've never, like, when you take off as a bartender, the whole time, you're thinking about, like, I wonder if they're fucking making money. Like, fuck. (laughs) Dude, plus, (laughs) too,
1: like, I remember, like, at Graham's, I loved working the holidays. Like, we would do, I remember, like, if for Easter, that was a big one. And Christmas, too, like, during the day, we'd you'd be with your family. They don't open till 6, right? You go in, you set up, and then nowhere else is open, so you'd be fucking mobbed. And I would make so, like, dude, like, 800, 900, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, real good, you know? Yeah. And it's like you're hustling, but it's like that makes the night go by faster. Dude, maybe add had a couple nose beers, you know what yeah. I mean? Maybe you cut some glass. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, like, hey, maybe you fucking relax a little you bit. Know, you know? Right? Maybe you suited
2: <laughs>
0: up, you know?
1: But that's the other thing, too. That is dangerous in this service industry as well, is like a lot of drugs. A lot of really, drugs, a lot of partying.
0: Man, you can really fall into that badly. I've seen it's a sad like bartenders that i've known like that just they can't handle it you know like being and around they, work, they ended up late, working
1: to get high and yeah
0: pretty much and seeing them yeah fall off um we had, used to had a guy we worked with down the shores because his name was bush we called him hurricane because that dude would be so nose beard up when he came to work that he would just bump in the shit spill stuff throw stuff yeah. and he was just a, he was a, he was a great bartender he could just but and eventually, it just caught up to him. He like punched the customer over across the bar, yeah. and like, it's just like you know, yeah. shit like that. And yeah. I know he actually he's still barking. I know that. And but like I've seen it eat so many people alive. Yeah. And
1: I've seen it both sides too, where it's like it's either like they love the nose beers, or some people I knew like loved the fucking the the faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's fast and faster. And then there's other people that like, you know, the slow, you know, like, you can the, you can always take tell. the pain away.
0: And the one thing as a bartender, you can tell like, who's a heavy alcoholic. Ooh. Like, like, you can tell when like, someone's really put like, who can put down drinks versus and like, still be fine. And who can't. Yeah. And plus, you always know, I always knew which of my friends was pregnant first. Because like, they for 10 years, she comes and gets a vodka water with lemon. And then she walks to the bar, you have her drink. She's like, can I just get a water? I'm like, help, help, help. Hello, long, far. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you find out? Yeah, because you know? said something. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. She's Madden. Please don't tell anyone. I'm like, I won't. But Do they always... all call you Madden? Everyone everyone, everyone Madden? in my life calls me Madden, except probably usually my girlfriends. Everyone yeah. calls me Madden.
1: All 12 of them. <laughs> yeah. And in that case, they call you Sugar Lips. Right? You know I mean? yeah, yeah. Sugar yeah. Sugar Daddy. <laughs> you know, yeah. Wallet. yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude, if you, I would love to see, like, there's some dudes I know, like Tom. Tom's got a pretty good resume uh i do i mean my resume is full of there's some there's some uh you know some prime rib but there's some appetizer samplers on that resume as well (laughs) Uh, uh, blooming onions yeah (laughs) but like there's plenty of mozzarella sticks but bry i would have to think your resume is pretty good like the 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 hottest
0: girl we we went over your grade school resume (laughs) and that was pretty good the hottest girl i ever worked hooked up with she's She's now an actress. She's not like a famous one, but she used to be like a Her fitness Her name is Jennifer Lawrence. <sighs> she used to be like a fitness model, and she was probably the hottest girl I've ever seen. And that is by far still the hottest girl I've ever seen.
1: Uh when you say actress, adult or
0: regular? No, nah, regular. Oh, loser. I know. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean
1: regular, regular for now,
0: Bri. Until <laughs> so that OnlyFans money kicks in, yeah, then she's right. gonna be calling you. <laughs> Did you see that one girl that made like 18 million in one month? Uh which oh, one was that bad Bobby? Something bad like baby. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad, 18 yeah, bad. what dude. Oh dude. Should we yeah. get OnlyFans? Yes. Like, Do you like, know how, many how times is that like <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? Like Do Do it for one month.
0: Do it for one month, and then...
1: It's the the demand. Yeah, yeah, like, no one wants to... Dude, my wife doesn't even want to see my dick. (laughs) You know, like... Well, apparently Ashlyn Sparks does, but she just wants to see it so she can confirm that it's, you know, a snail great but, episode by the way on the podcast oh, love it thank you available now on all podcast platforms <laughs> on youtube at works for text podcast but yeah she was a lot of fun but no dude uh i i do you know how many times i've told my wife i was like let me just take some pictures of your feet let me sell your feet let me see what you get <laughs> Let me
2: just dirty say, underwear. It's just you're ridiculous. a fucking creep, Justin. Dude, it's a market. I don't make the market. Your dirty underwear or, or V's? I mean, mine. No. <laughs> I was gonna
1: say if you're if you're selling V's, I mean, you know. I mean, there's a
2: probably watch. a much better market for
0: that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But 18 million in one month. Is she even hot? Like, I didn't even see her. There's like, one chick that hot? made like it's a like boobs.
1: a like a million dollars selling her bathwater. Well, some chick sells her yeah. Bath water. Uh so it's like Beth, what you saw farts? Bad um, bad bad baby is I mean, no, she's not. She's that uh she's the catch me outside bitch, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Really? No, that, white, the, that white that white like trash Dr. girl, Dude, yeah. Total yeah. whiskey tango. Oh yeah. That's her? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a she's a nightmare.
0: 18 million in one month. Like Dude, Black
2: know. China, I think, made that much or, or... But it's also probably, it's a, it's a short fuse. Like it's probably 18 million for the first month. And then I don't think that's a consistent. Well, they
0: showed like her month to month. She like posted her month to month payout. And it was like 6 million, 7 million, like each month. And then I guess when she turned, like, is she like, isn't she really young? When she turned 21 on her like, or whatever, on her 21st birthday, it was 18 million that whole month. That's wild. Wild. Like, and I, I guess that's why you're seeing all these teachers, like, throughout the country. You know, teachers get paid fucking shit. So, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like if you I, make your year's salary in a month for showing in you a up, day, though. these girls could probably make it in a day.
1: Like, dude, there's people that won't make a million dollars in their lifetime. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's wild. Dude, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had a teacher. Man, that if I would have... give you
2: half your year's salary for a picture of your butthole to be shown at the end of this episode, would you do it? Yeah, dude. I mean, do you know how much I make a year, bro?
1: <laughs> I work in an office. dude. I live in Montgomeryville and I work in an office. I'm you boys, just saying, okay. Like,
0: Your Apple's boys not, okay. It's not cheap to live in there. No, it is
1: not. The yeah. cost of my wife's in pharmaceuticals.
2: A,
0: if people so, yeah. nice.
2: <laughs> want to pay money to look at my butthole, that's I mean, I'm just flattered and honored. Right. If someone is willing to
1: pay to look at any part of me, then yeah, I'm gonna do it.
2: Fucking crazy, right? There's definitely a
0: market for you. You're very hairy. Dude, I think oh. there is too. The hair yeah, you Bro, definitely have a in hair. What movie was that? Where like fur isn't that like a furry? Oh no, that's where you wear a costume. He's a bear.
2: Yeah.
1: Who uh there was someone we were talking to recently that found out that they had a
0: furry fetish.
1: Oh, Andre Stone.
0: Just um, figured it out. How do you figure that out? Like you get wh- turned on by stuffed animals? Like or so yeah, he, the way he explained big, it suit. is that um
1: he it started for him. When he saw a girl with like bunny ears or or cat ears, you know what I mean? Like the thing Wayne's like World. that. Dance. Dance. And then they also Dance. sell a thing. Dance. That Dance. Dance.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they
1: had they had a there's this thing called Exotica, New Jersey, which we had full press and media passes to. Uh, but it's like the Comic Con for porn. And apparently there that they have these things that are and I'm I know, you know, your parents aren't gonna love hearing this, Brian. But yeah, thank you. Okay. You Know they're fans of the show, listeners of the show, uh, but yeah, they have different stuff there that they're talking oh, about. But either way, this but, is the
2: part that I mean, <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> yeah,
1: you're oh, dry. your dad's the best, you know, your dad slays,
2: my- but also, also. Dude, I,
1: I remember someone. <laughs> this is how awesome Bry's dad is is that like we, I remember, um, like when the pandemic happened, right? I remember this popped in my mind that your dad right uh, he just started riding his bike to work one day and mm-hmm. then that eventually trickled in like he was your your dad was always a good in shape dude like always like work like uh, you know healthy in shape stuff like that but he just started riding his bike one day and then a couple months later he's doing triathlons and iron right?
0: yeah so yeah it was when his parents died um his the grief that like, he didn't know how to like handle he just both his parents died within a couple like a month or two from each other so right. his, so he literally just started riding his bike and then that turned into like mini tries and then half drive men's and my dad did like full-fledged Ironmans. he rode his bicycle from santa monica pier in california to avalon new jersey in 33 days what what yeah. the fuck yeah 33 days
1: do you know what kind of rig he's riding he's got his bicycle
0: a his bicycle was like seven grand it was like ridiculous oh i thought it'd be more than that no yeah. but that was just the bike and all the components and shit yeah, on yeah it. it was yeah, like people yeah. but his, yeah, his frame bike, probably
1: cost seven yeah. grand
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it weighed like three pounds it was ridiculous like the most built built bike yeah he, 33 days he had this girl he hired this girl he did it with another guy and he had this girl that they had hired in like a van that rode behind him and she would go and like check into the hotel for them so they yeah. could just pull right in the hotel dude like, that's but, awesome but, yeah yeah 33 days he rode his bicycle across the country yeah What's that, wow. a hun- it's 100 miles a day it's it was around roughly around like some days they did like 120 some days they did 30 and yeah, he always started. Yeah, for every yeah. day
2: you can do a hundred, there's going to be a day you can only do thirty. Right. Of weather.
0: I asked him when he got in, and he looked like he was like this frail little man because he lost so much body fat. And I remember asking him like every day in like, There was two parts he said was the craziest. It's like when you're going like up to like the Rocky Mountains, and like in the distance, all you see is like a little pebble, and as you get closer, that turns into literally the Rocky Mountains. He's like. And he's in front of you, and he said like during the Midwest, like wild dogs would like chase him and like try and bite their heels and shit. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've been following
2: really? this guy. He's uh, biking across Africa, and same thing. Not only is it uh, dogs, but it also be people have like ran up on him and stuff. So he's had to out pedal that, and people have tried to throw like. S-s-s- sticks and spikes yeah like dude. i mean spokes africa, yeah, folks, sticks, yeah. yeah dude
1: i would not uh, dude i wouldn't want to ride a tank across africa that no, would,
2: no like, right dude, yeah i wouldn't yeah. i wouldn't fight a helicopter yeah <laughs> uh, yeah
1: i'll tell you this dude there's times like i'll ride my bike in the morning and it's you know it's dark out but i'll be on like the 202 bypass or something like that right and there'll be times even that
2: where... you'll see the car crashes in some of those fences
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, it's yeah. wild. But like, there's times where like I'm riding, and when you're on the two or bypass, like when I when I was living in the city, like in the northeast, like there's it, everything's lit, like there's lights everywhere. I never really had to worry about being in dark. But like when you're getting past like Bristol Road, there's no lights anywhere, right? And mm. like, dude, it is dark. dark. As shit. Where I'm like, dude, I hope a fucking car comes down the road, because, like, when if a bear comes out now, no one's going to find me for weeks. But, like, (laughs) there's times where, like, I'm riding, and if I hear, like, something in, like, the bush, or, like, a, like, ruffle leaves, I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) like i'm like exhausted like you know like i'm out of there dude there's also times like i try not to go on the road but like i'll have to ride the like i'll ride my bike to like my gym right and like i have to go down county line road which you know for all those that aren't in this area it doesn't have a sidewalk and it's fucking wild but there's times like going that and an 18 wheeler will fly by me and i'm just like like Mm -hmm. hold on my nuts like dude
0: it's scary. Dude. Those bikers are freaking crazy. Like my like those people that do competitive biking. Like those guys are they're good. My dad was going like at one point like they're going down mountains like thirty something miles per hour. Oh like yeah, on their freaking bikes. I'm like, Oh
1: yeah, I bet. I bet, that. dude. His things like, dude. My bike, like if you looked at my bike, you'd be like, dude, what is this hoop deep? You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I love my uh, bike. Honestly, you would love my bike because it's an antique.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It's brought, amazing, like dude, that stuff that 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 time frame still like is built like you know everything falls apart nowadays. But that's why I love antiques. That shit was built the last.
2: Yeah, dude, it it's a Cannondale from the old 90s too. 90s bikes
0: Yeah, exactly. Dude, dude, like a the old mongoose, old GC Dinos. 90s. Yeah, the, the, the Dude,
1: a Mustang. Dude, remember the mongoose menace? The best bike. The menace. You Did you guys have pegs? No, bro. I had some uh, sweet and Haro and pegs. Nice. But- I had, a, I had a Royce Union so I got made
2: fun of from my mom. mom. They <laughs> called it the retarded <laughs> uncle. <laughs> I had a red line. Red line. Oh, those were ride. nice. And those I left ride. it on my front yeah. lawn and it got stolen. And I never left my bike on the front lawn. Habit has Apologize
1: for that, Justin.
2: Nah, trust me. I, I went through backyards for two weeks. I went down to the pool. I hit every spot to like try because it was it was red and gold. I was like, it's Ooh. You're obvious see it yeah, yeah. fuck that oh, kid
1: whoever
0: stole it dude yeah. i saved oh, yeah. so much
2: money for that bike. yeah
1: so okay bri craziest bar story Go. mm-hmm. you got a good fight story yeah i mean a million of them
0: guy like most guys only really ever fight at the bar like over girls or like sports probably i guess pool yeah pool yeah for we sure just talked pool. about yeah. that the other day oh uh, did yeah. you yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I think girls last and pool yeah. i've seen a lot of fights yeah, cool. i told
2: the story of the dude who he walked by, they had like eight stacks of quarters dude just walked by and went and just <laughs> you're gonna get some you're gonna catch hands and you do that like but, I mean, cool people are weird so it's so funny. Yeah.
1: it was at Graham's. this guy like <laughs> you know how it is like you'll put their quarters of their yeah dollars you line them all and, up yeah. exactly so you're what's next and this guy just went up and went whoosh them next. all
0: off, and he's
2: like, I'm next. And then they're like,
1: there's a bunch of these like drunk Irish guys And Graham's
2: like I that you plus know. <sighs> you have weapons in your hand,
1: dude. Grams, dude, Graham's was so wild. Grams now is like it's like the Ritz Carlton compared to like they used to only buy lawn chair furniture because the furniture would just get broken all the time. <laughs> your brother,
0: your brother did a great job with that bar. Oh, uh, yeah. And and, and I remember he, I, he picked my bra- he picked my brain a bunch about like what do you think we should do on like off nights and stuff like that? And I was the one that told him, I'm like, look, people are going to like, aren't going to go out for like $2 beers, but people will go out for like $5 cheesesteaks and then get a beer. Like on like a Tuesday, pe- like, that's why I told him. Like have food specials every but day. people does. will go.' Uh, yeah. Food special every day. Cause like, whatever. Like, I used to live like, right
2: down the street from guppies. And like when I, yeah, I was single. I lived right down the street. I ate there Four nights a week, right? Conti crush, before.
0: right? Con- you put down I mean, some Conti crushes. Crush.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and but like a sushi guy would come in, I'm like yeah. sick. Tom, and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm I'm in for forty bucks.
0: Yeah, I mean Tom Tom really turned that. Uh, that Tom is. Your brother's the best when it comes to that. Like he yeah. saved, he saved that bars. Big it would be, it would have been closed. One hundred percent without your brother would have been closed.
1: I agree, dude. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I could not agree more. He's done an incredible job, dude. He's made it like that's the place now. Like Graham's is like it used to be like you know like there's still a ton of regulars and it's still like a good regular bar, but now it's just like an awesome hangout bar. Yeah,
0: it's great. I mean, I anytime I drive by, I know I stop in whether you or your, or your brother were working at all. Like, yeah. there's some cool people who worked there, and now it's like yeah, I mean geez just imagine like how much money he's made the other bartenders which is like great like you know like you can like you know people provide for their families now because of stuff like because of the stuff your, your brother did
1: dude plus too like during the lockdown and covid like the community really rallied around that yeah i know my paradise. parents
0: would order a ton of food from uh from graham's like to, yeah. to go pick it up
1: yep and that I was one thing i think
0: it. that was one thing i know i think to the pandemic, like, a lot of people like really like so- rallied around service industry people. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now like you think you like people are like complaining about like tipping culture, which I do think it gets like a little ridiculous, like tipping a robot or tipping yeah. whatever. But it's, it's like they're tipping for
1: everything. It's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's tipping
0: relax. for self checkout. You're like, who am I tipping? Yeah. I did it. Exactly. Right. You, like you, you check out like yourself at Wawa and like, do you want to add a tip to your order? Like, who the fuck am I tipping? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who gets this money?
0: Yeah, I know, right? Do you ever think, like, though, that like bartending is eventually going to be like kind of wiped out, or do you think you always need the aspect of the
1: interact? You need the interaction, and it's it's too personable. I think, like, it's the you're like the dude. There's a it's a real thing. Like, while like bartenders are compared to being psychiatrists, like that's a real deal.
2: Yeah, as a non as the only non bartender here, I can tell you a thousand percent. There are bars I've gone to just because, like the bartenders
0: there, the the ladies cool, one hundred percent. I mean, Dude, and I I would say, well, go ahead, Brian that's the sign of I think a good bartender when someone like thinks of the bar and then they make you think of like who, you as a bartender, like Agreed. You're, you're like, cause I mean, how many bartenders have we all met are like thousands, you know, like when you'd be like, Oh man, remember that awesome bartender from that bar and right. wherever, anytime you're at that area, you're going to go back and check and see that right. same bartender. So, right. If they're
2: all the same and the food's pretty similar, the only separation is the person in the service. You're like, I know what I'm getting. Yeah. yeah, I I like this. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. And like as a bartender, like Matt was saying, like you're you're not just a bartender. You're a psychiatrist. You're a friend. You're a, yeah. you know, w- whatever. Like you know, you never you can always tell. Like you never know what someone's really going through. And as a bartender, you got to kind of like tread lightly with stuff like Big that. You know. Time. And I bet you, there's been so many times where someone came in that was like really having a shit day, and like you yeah. just happened to like put a smile. Like you know, even if you make their day better, for like that's why I was always so passionate about it. Like I I like. I like that aspect of like, it's not like you always say there's so much more to it than just serving drinks. Like it's like that human aspect of like, and like, I don't really love people like, you know, like, like most bartenders I know are like, fuck, like I fucking hate people. Like, and that's just like, over years of doing it for so many years yeah. but like you have to like people at least a little bit because
1: you're doing this yeah no yeah, yeah i i agree right you're yeah. and you're right too where like it also comes back to the team aspect because what you're building is a culture at the bar you're working at for sure you know what i mean like whenever when there's a game on everyone's there right like oh man come in and watch the game or come in and do this or oh, i'm gonna be here here man if you want to come hang out i'll buy you a drink you know what i mean like you're building that culture of camaraderie and friendship as well you know what I mean and that's part of it Like, also like when you, you want people to be like oh that's my bar you know yeah. what I mean like you want them to have that thought as well so if that's their bar you're their guy sure. you know like that's part of it too but that's part of building like a good culture alright yeah. and then do you have a worst night at the bar in your whole life
0: oh yeah, it probably would have been, I had an, I had a girlfriend back in the day uh, and super hot, cool, but I, I, she ended up having, she ended up having a pill problem and <laughs> That's like, yeah, the best of yeah. Us. <laughs> and I don't know. And That's I don't know. Saying. Yeah. And I don't know much about that. Cause like I always stayed away from that shit. Cause pills, I think are like just absolutely horrible. And Smart. And she, she just came in one day and I just knew she was like fucked up.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Whether it was like, I don't know, it might have been, I think it was Percocet was like her pillow of choice. And probably she came in and I just tell she was fucked up and like I'm getting my dick kicked in. There's like uh. it's like four deep and like uh. I'm but the only thing I'm doing is like I'm worried about her. And it's like but you have to, like this is like your time to shine. It was like Saturday, at, like eight o'clock down the shore, yeah, like Fourth of July weekend, and like yeah. she's just fucking stumbling all over, and I just like I like had to step out from behind the bar and like fucking grab her, I'm, like you all right, like what the fuck, like blah, blah, blah. and um, she like got mad and like drove away, and like I remember that shift, like just working that shift, and like you know you can't do anything about it, but just thinking like am I gonna get a call in like five hours that she's like you know on the you know, the parkway fucking wrapped around the tree. That to me was like the worst bartending shift ever because y- you can't control what happens out there because like I said, you're stuck behind the bar. Yeah. And yeah. when stuff like that, like out of your, control, you can control anything that happens that you're in, but it's that stuff that like you can't, I think like that was like the worst part about like of that whole thing for me. It was like,
2: yeah,
0: I'm just like stuck here serving drinks. And the only thing I want to do is like make sure that like my girlfriend at the time like wasn't dead. Uh-huh. I mean just to say like that that relationship really didn't last very long. Actually yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. shout out to her she got clean and she married a cop so shout out to oh, her. Oh good for like her. That. Yeah I know right. Yeah nice. Dumb bitch. Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. stupid hoe. Yeah
1: no. So okay oh, so genius. we are yeah you fucking twat yeah. no. Yeah. Um so we are coming towards the top of time. So again I would like to say that for everyone listening in the description of this episode we're going to have a link to uh, Brian's con- or we're going to have Brian's contact information, a link to his Instagram for antique liquidation. I'm telling you, we talked about it a bunch. I want to talk about it a little bit more, but this is like a great idea and a great opportunity for a lot of people as well. Like, hey, if you're looking to, you know, make some extra s- scratch or even get rid of some junk that you think is junk. Brian will let you know like, Hey, maybe that's not junk. Hey, maybe I'll take it off your hands. Maybe whatever. Or if you're a person that right, we sorry. have a lot of people that are in real estate here, if you need help cleaning out a house and want to get rid of stuff and you know, all that kind of things, Brian's here to help you. Also don't you do a thing too, where like you have a ton of furniture, so you'll set up for showings as well.
0: Yeah. Well, so I have uh interior decorators are like some of my best clients and they, they do, they, so they contact me for, you know, Hey, we, I need like a, a wood, a walnut table, and some chairs, and blah, blah blah. And they, they then you know go to interior decorator shows and like bring the stuff that I find them, and they sell it. So the 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 business is huge. And anyone that's interested, like I don't look at you as competition. I like I love sharing like the passion of it all. And I also do do an affiliate program. So where if you give me a property or that's a job. Cool. Yeah, you, we can talk about
2: that. That's what I uh I interact with the elderly every day for a living. And right. I have tons of people who have a yeah, whole bunch yeah. of shit they don't know what to do with. Right. All so, the time.
0: Yeah. So I do it. Justin, I do an affiliate program where if someone gives me a property, a you know a house, or even it's just a couple of antiques, um, they they get. You know a percentage back of what I end up selling everything at the house for, or the certain antique. So I have people that you know they give me trying. You know, they just ask around, and people are like, "Oh, my aunt Sue wants to get rid of the shit in her basement." So I'm able to, you know, they give me the, I get the house, I sell the stuff in their basement, and then I kick the person who gave me the the job back some referral. money. Like, um, yeah, referral business. So it's 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 great. It's um it's been a great way for anyone interested in like trying to drive business to your company it's just a great way of getting other people involved without actually having to like kind of hire them. you know you know payroll is the most expensive part of a business that's very easy to cut but it's like i have these people that don't work for me but they kind of work for me so I'm, been, I'm able to generate leads from them and it's great so if anyone's interested please contact me the information's there and i'd love to help anyone out regarding this for sure
1: no dude i think this is great and hopefully we can get you some traction here man this is really really good idea and it's a dude great opportunity for a lot of people to you know dude even if you're like hey kind of what i got some stuff looking to get rid of like i think that's a bigger thing now too with like facebook marketplace and things yeah. like that like all that's part of it and like you could dude you do appraising as well so you can let people know like hey that's actually you know hold on to that or do this don't one. throw that
0: out yeah for sure um yeah. and people like i'm being surprised but like people you think you have junk you'd be shocked at what the value of some of these things can bring so yeah. you know before you throw anything out make sure you give me a call
1: Hey, there you go. And we'll have a link in the description of this episode for his contact info. So please reach out to him. Uh, But, Brian, dude, I'll tell you this, man. Me and Justin have a saying, when it goes by fast, you know it's good. And, dude, this flew by. You know, (laughs) like, this is, you know, this is the second time, you know, this is your second, uh, this is part two of the Brian Matt experience. But, dude, this has been such a blast. I mean, Justin and I are usually on the same page with this, but we would love to have you back on the show if you'd be willing to come back.
0: I mean, we didn't even touch half the topics I thought we were going to. So I think I'm going to have to come back. So (laughs) I I, I would love to. And just by the way, you guys do such a great job. I I listen to you guys and you guys are freaking great. So Uh, your your perspectives and like you guys are just hilarious. So I really want you to know like this. If anyone's like this podcast is awesome and it's for everybody, just so you know. So.
1: Uh, you're the best man thank you for that no that means a lot i'll tell you one of the you know it's uh it's a lot of this is a lot of fun and it's very rewarding but it's very nice to hear things like that so i really do appreciate that but uh we are coming towards the top of time bry so is there anything you want to say to your family friends and all the brian madden fans or all the girls that you uh either were their first kiss or their childhood crush or even their high school crush that you didn't even know about and they were obsessed about you because you're like best looking most popular guy ever but for i don't know to, anything you for, want to say to those people any of those
0: so i want to
2: liquidate their antiquities to you
0: yeah right <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah shout out to that um mm-hmm. i think what i really think of the most when you ask me that question is my parents because quitting Whoa. a corporate america like i did and like moving into bartending full-time like it's tough to like go to your dad like hey i just quit my sales job and yeah. i'm gonna now bartend and i remember yeah. i was bartending at pj willihan's and blue belt one time yeah and my parents come in and my dad and i'm bullshitting with a customer laughing serving drinks like just running run the bar you know yeah. And my dad like pulls me aside he's like he's like are you happy with what you're doing i'm like dad i like love it like i'm like and my dad like Who's not an easy guy to like, you know, you always wanted to make him proud. And he's like, he's like, if you're happy, he's like, I'm just like, I'm really extremely happy for you, like what you do. And that like kind of kickstarted me into being like, all right, well, where do I take bartending from a neighborhood bar in Bluebell all the way to, which I think the pros of bartending is probably bartending down the shore. Like that's, I agree. It doesn't get like yeah, Vegas, so. Vegas. It's like,
1: it's part, it's, it's a hot, high- yeah, no, like, if you're in the game to make the money, you can, that's you're, you're going to the, like, yeah, you're you doing can do it it right. In
0: shorts. Right. Yeah. You're doing it in shorts. You're doing a beach, the exotic beach towns. And like, I think like that's like, and I decided I'm like, I want to be a beach bartender and like, it took me years and years of persistence to get oh, there, yeah. but it was my dad and that one conversation that really kind of like, so like, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, you know, don't be afraid of like what your job is. Like, like just be proud and do your job well. Like no matter what I've worked at some of my bars for like 10 years, I still won't show up late because I, you know, even though it's just, no, even though it's just a bartending job, if you have like integrity and you work hard at something and you, and like, you give it your all, like you're, you're going to go places, you're going to get rewarded and you're going to be fulfilled. It's like a lot of times I think like people, like, especially younger kids now, like they want everything handed to them, where it's just, where I think like hard work, like, like it's it sucks that like i'm sitting i'm like i sound like such my father but hard work pays off and like no matter if it's a bartending job if you're a dishwasher you treat your job and you show up on time and you treat your job and work the best you can then like you're gonna go places and i think that's like the one thing like my just my parents support throughout all this and like mm-hmm. now like you know i'm like kind of towards the tail end the bartending. and just like i would never have, like live this if it wasn't for like my parents so i think like when like my final thought kind of thing like that's what i think about most Dude,
1: no i'll tell you one thing your dad like as much as i've known him as like your dad's just he's he's like a straight shooter but he's also like a super supporter as yeah. well yeah where it's like he and I think his whole thing is, and, and this is my grasp of it at least. And if, if you have, you know, if I'm wrong, just let me know. But my thought is this he's like, Look, if you're going to do this, good. And if this makes you happy, great. But you are going to be fucking good at this and you're going to put in the, you know, what I mean, like, I think that's what he wanted when he's saying that, like, dude, if you're going to do this, do it right and do be great. the best, you know, like. That's I think where he's coming from. He's like, hey, you can do this and you can make money, but do it right. Don't be a schlub. You Probably know? like if
0: you ever watch your like you watch your brother bartend, you can just tell him in five seconds if someone knows how to bartend or not. Yeah, it's yeah. like a sleek. You, you can just walk around the bar and it's swift changing beers out, throwing napkins. Out. It's, you know, it doesn't yeah. sound hard, but there's a there's like an art form to it. Yeah. Some people have it and some people don't
1: yeah yeah i was born with it you know i when i retired uh, you know the game lost something that day you uh, still bartend i haven't bartended since the pandemic i dude honestly like when i was still bartending i would close the bar on sunday nights right then i'd have to be in the office at you know like six. i have to be up at like six on monday to go to the office and i was also like teaching boxing three nights a week at that time as well as having personal clients so it's like it was just honestly it just became too much yeah. so when the pandemic hit and i had my kid you know what i mean so i'm like i'm just gonna like i didn't like you know i like you know i were i live in montgomeryville guys so i didn't really <laughs> need the money you know what I mean? yeah <laughs>
2: he lives in montgomeryville. He I live
1: in montgomeryville i didn't need the extra money but
0: Did you ever no, miss I, it oh all the fucking time dude. Do you missed miss the, the extra you ca- missed the extra cash i yeah.
2: missed the extra cash
1: for sure and, like, dude, there was I had some really fucking good times there, like,
2: working yeah, and nobody has an office job just randomly hands up ketamine. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, right. yeah, dude. Not, I mean,
1: I've only done meth at the office a handful of times, but I do it at the bar all the time. Carrying from, said, from the yeah I never doctor. get free drugs
2: at my office job.
1: Dude, I would legit love to see some of the people in my office doing some fucking shit. You know, like I would love to see. Yeah, I would love to see, you know, whoever from HR just fucking
2: railing up some wine. You know? like, She's like, hey, it's pretty ahead. pure, Molly. Do you want to try? It? It's a little speedy, but go ahead. Yeah, right. <laughs> cool. yeah. Just drink a lot of water. Okay,
0: be safe. HR.
1: Yeah. Have you always been a drinking guy, Bri? Have you ever done any other stuff? I mean, nah, if you don't I, want to talk about it. No, nah, I don't
0: care. I mean, I've, I've smoked weed since I was a kid, but uh, yeah. I, I mean, I've 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 never dabbled with anything cr- like I've done a couple of nose beers like um, but honestly, my drug of choice is probably alcohol. Yeah.
2: Like, like as soon as like tight.
0: at the end of the night, like I'm pouring myself like a stiff fucking drink and like. I just like the wind down aspect of alcohol to me is just like super appealing. Like I yeah. love the way I feel like having like a scotch at the end of the night, like, yeah, like, you know, and like, I've, I've, I haven't done a drug in like a long time, but besides smoking, but, um, I never got into it. I I just really didn't. Like, it was just yeah. like the, the, the thought of like staying up like till 7am, like in the morning, like it just, to me, it just didn't, wasn't really appealing. God yeah. bless your soul. Yeah, I know. I know. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's not easy because it's a, everywhere everywhere you look i mean wow. i tell you what the, at the end of the night the bouncers still with their flashlights look under the bar because fucking idiots drop money oh, <laughs> oh, whatever yeah. whatever you know, it's and nowadays you gotta oh, be dude. fucking crazy nowadays. Like what the hell's in this shit? Like we used to actually no. like, yeah. get we used to get real shit. Now it's like yeah. it's like all manufactured in China with like a bunch of other shit. So dude,
1: that's cra I mean it's crazy that like the fact that you could get uh fucking whatchamacallit in any of this stuff, fucking uh fentanyl fentanyl. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's in
2: weed wild. now. It's in weed now. Like, that's, to... I've heard that's not true. But... No. I mean it could yeah. be, hope be right
1: that's that. that's big weed telling you, you know. yeah yeah <laughs> nice all right but dude man yeah, yeah like the sleep you said, sleepy
2: forever drug is in yeah. everything yeah right you well, like, like what's I, the... I want yeah exactly I want cocaine They're like hey how about the opposite that kills you you're like Wait, what well right that's what I
0: don't get like what is it... like why would the if, if it... want to kill if
2: you do it right it's fantastic uh, okay but if you do too much, it, it, it,
1: it you you time yeah. forever. Taking
0: a dirt nap, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, what are you going to do?
0: I mean, hey, it is what it is. That's the risk of climbing or... to the top of the mountain. Is it the pinnacle? Yeah, fuck. I'll <laughs> stay I'll, I'll stay at the base then, you know. Yeah. I'll yeah. stay at base. No. I'll stay at base camp. Beers and weed is all you'll ever need yeah, now. Amen yeah. to that. Everybody yeah. just
2: calm down.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah. I I always equated like the pill stuff to I don't know if you guys are big Harry Potter guys, but, you know, obviously I am. But uh, Harry Potter in I believe it's maybe the fifth book uh, or the sixth. He takes this potion. It's like a a good luck potion. Right. Where like everything that ha- you're every, you'll take this potion and you'll be the luckiest person ever. And everything will happen to you will be lucky and you're just in a good mood. And I always equated like, you know, opiates to that. Where you take that and you just have you just took a Loki potion and everything's yeah, happy. Right. Yeah. Until you wake
0: up in the morning, and you want to fucking kill yourself. So like, you know, you get <laughs> you fucking until you're
1: dope sick and you're yeah. like, oh, I wish I was dead. But yeah. But until then, total blast. That's <laughs> <Yeah. you, laughs> yeah. all you need. Amen. Wise Amen. words from Justin. Yeah, no, I would uh I would agree fully. I've uh yeah, well first off, guys, I've never done a drug or drank in my entire life. So, you know, mm. <laughs> I'm not really experienced in this. There, there so. yeah. But all right, so we are coming towards the top of time. Jade anything you want to say to uh anyone that's listening?
2: When you come back, I have plenty of questions for you. We didn't get to do my questions, but when you return. I can't wait. Hopefully soon. Yeah, definitely. I mean,
0: I, dude, this was great. I had a last boys. Dude, we yeah. haven't had, dude,
1: we've been on for three hours and it's flew by. Like Jesus. we haven't had a recording like this in so long, and I yeah. fucking love it. I've had, had a good so old time. Yeah. This has been great. Speaking of Jamie, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, coming today by the one and only Jade Up Justin Richardson. Oh, okay. And our guest today is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Brian Madden. In case you're wondering you find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and youtube at work perspectives podcast you can also on instagram at work perspectives podcast you can join us on twitter and tiktok at working P pod and if you'd like to be a guest on the show please email us at workperspectives@gmail.com. at gmail.com and please like subscribe so we keep bringing you sweet sweet content thanks for listening and we'll see you next time thanks see you